you got to bring your team with you. The legacy that you leave behind is how successful the people are behind you. Hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Live Leaderly Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Alba. Here on the show, we invite guests from all walks to share their stories about leadership, which just become stories about life. I ask that with the people in your life, please tell your story, listen to theirs, but in the meantime, we'll do it together here on the Live Leaderly Podcast. And joining us on the show today, medical device leader, Sarah Hatton. Sarah, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well, Darren. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you on. So thanks for uh, thanks for coming. Where are you calling in from today? I'm calling in from Dallas, Texas, my home city and state. Good old Dallas, Texas. All right. Well, Sarah, I, I like asking people as a, a bit of an icebreaker if they have a first memory of leadership. Uh, do, you, uh, do you have one that you can think back to? I certainly do. Um, I think leadership is an interesting muscle to strengthen, right? So one of my very first leadership memories is um, when the team that I had taken over as a brand new baby leader uh, revolted. <laughs> and they said, we, we appreciate that you would like to go in the direction that you're going. But um, we have 20 plus years experience in industry relative to the technical aspects. And we don't feel like we're being heard. And we would like an opportunity to share our thoughts before you move the entire steam engine of a leadership team in a different direction. Wow, that's that's quite a a first initial or initial memory of, of leadership is your the team revolting. Um, what a, what did you take away from that experience that you know has you know it obviously has stuck in your mind since then? But what what did you learn from there? The um, I'm still friends with the entire team. We've been you know separated in our careers for over 15 years. I the first thing that I took away was how much they must have thought of me as a human to give me that advice. Because if someone had not stopped and reminded me to include the people who were doing the day-to-day work to come along with whatever idea I was selling that day, I don't know that I would have gotten that lesson. So it was a tremendous gift. It didn't feel that way, but it definitely was a gift. Um, And then secondarily, it really reminded me that as leaders, we're only as good as the people we surround ourselves with. It's great, great lessons to, to learn early on. Well, Sarah, could you, could you share a little more about your, your background and where you're from? Sure. Um, so I grew up in the medical device space, postgraduate. I had the opportunity to work at CHOP with a um, postpartum depression screening tool that worked with a community outreach program, educating sort of ethnically diverse communities on this new, this new screening tool that was to identify postpartum early and get help for all of the new moms. And that's sort of how I got the soiree into realizing that there was this whole underground world of medical devices. Um, and I had an opportunity to enter it. I've done numerous roles within the space, everything from training and development, design, all the way to international marketing and covering like Southeast Asia and just some tremendous opportunities um, and various leadership roles, like some leadership roles where I was leading a super technical team. My background is not super technical. Some roles where I was leading just a sales team, which more aligns uh, with my background. 
And then some roles where I had a really dynamic cross-functional team that all had their own different ideas of how, which direction we could go, which, as you can imagine, they were all going in different directions. And what a fun opportunity to have the chance to get everybody's information and then move us forward collectively to the goal. And uh, that can be a little daunting to step into a role where you don't have the technical knowledge as the people around you. And that, that could you know, potentially scare someone off from, from trying that. What would you say to someone who, who might be a little intimidated by that kind of experience? I think um, being cautiously optimistic about your skill set is good. I think that that's a really important uh, lesson in humility as a leader. And it's back to what I said earlier relative to surrounding yourself with really good people. So if you have the people on your team with the clinical or the technical expertise in my case, then you are aspiring to reach their level and utilizing the skills that they have to make yourself better and the team stronger. Surround, surround yourself with those great people and then aspire to kind of match them and learn from each other uh, rather than it's just you, you know, being the leader full time. You're, you're learning and leading each other. Yeah, it's yeah. much more fun that way, too, Darren. <laughs> and so through, through all these uh, experiences that you had, if you could go back to that, that early leader, Sarah, is there any kind of leadership advice that you think you would have benefited back then that, uh, that you'd like to pass on to others? I think the most important thing, um, there are a couple of key takeaways that I had. Um, it's okay to fail because you're human. So failing is part of being successful. You got you to gotta fail to grow a little bit. And I think that's really important. We don't have to have all the answers as leaders. We have to have the humility to ask the people around us for help. So that, that's a big tenant. Um, I think another tenant is in the event that your team is not interconnected and you're having some dissension in your team, it's really important as a leader that you set the tone for a collaborative and creative work environment. I can't say that enough. Um, because humans have other things outside of work that they're dealing with when they come to work and we may or may not be privy. So in the event that there is something going on in your team and it doesn't feel right, take the time as a leader to slow down, acknowledge, identify it, and creatively come up with a solution to move the team forward. And lastly, I think <laughs> the most important thing um, that I would tell my earlier leader self is that even when you as a leader are continuing to grow whatever skill set you're working on, you got to bring your team with you. So it's not enough that you're the best clinical technical leader. The legacy that you leave behind is how successful the people are behind you. All, all great tenants. Um, it's okay to fail. You got to set the tone collaborative, um, collaborative with your team. And then people have a, a life outside of work. Uh, they, they have other things that are influencing their lives. And I think sometimes, especially when we're earlier in our careers, we can forget about that. Um, cause we're so stressed about meeting our deadlines and checklists and all those things. <laughs> and then bring your team along with you for, for those goals. Uh, don't, don't forget you have people, <laughs> you know, that you have to take along with you. Yes. 100%. Yes. And so uh, where did you learn these kinds of lessons from? Were there impactful leaders that you had along your career that you've tried to take uh, these lessons and, and other lessons from? 
Definitely. I have been very blessed in my career um, to have significant mentors. So so not just leaders, but people who are 100% invested in Sarah and her success as if I was another person, right? Like they invested their time, their energy and their counsel in me, even when I would deviate off the rails. So I have, um, I have three main mentors in my life. I have one that no matter what craziness I come up with, he's on board. Like, we're going to do it. Like, it's figure outable. We're going to get it done. I have one mentor who um, is much more cautiously optimistic, but will ask the hard questions. And then my third mentor, I would never like cuss in front of. I would ne- like much more like a parental uh, person in my life but also exceptional at seeing something I can't see behind a bend. Um, and so the, the, the influence of those three and the amount of time and energy that they've invested, not only in my professional career, but my life, I feel like it's the least I could do to give back. Like it's such an honor. To pass on those things. Did you, uh, was there like a, a switch where you started passing these things on to junior leaders or junior people around you? Or like, when did you realize you were becoming a, a mentor and passing on these lessons forward? Such a good question. So I, um, I was late to the game. People like other leaders within the organization started sending mentees to me. And it took a good, <laughs> I mean, it took probably a good 18 months, two years for me to even realize that that's what was happening, right? Because I was so invested in what they were trying to accomplish that I was really focused on the relationship and I didn't really qualify it in terms of mentee mentorship. Um, it, it happened in, in my world, it happened pretty organically. Like people sought out having a relationship with me. And at the end of the day, I would say for me and my experience, the relationship is very important to the level of success you're going to have in the mentee mentorship relationship. Just building that relationship and it, it will come organically in many cases yeah. when you build those relationships and that trust and that understanding. Uh, well, big, big theme we have here on the show, big theme we have here at Leaderly is uh, our belief that anyone can learn to lead. And that's, that's kind of, you know, our, our big, goal here is to bring leadership to more people. How do you approach that, Sarah? Can anyone learn to lead in your in your opinion? 100%. Yes, 100%. It's a muscle that the more you use, the more you learn about, the more it gets strengthened, like anything else we do in the gym. Um, and also, I think the, the important piece about learning about leadership is to be continuously curious and not feeling like you have to have all the answers. There are tons of good leaders. So say someone's listening to the podcast and they're like, wow, I'd love a mentor. You don't have to have a mentor you sit down and have coffee with. There are lots of leaders out there in the ether that you can choose from, that you can start educating yourself on their style. You can listen to their podcast. You can listen to this podcast and the other leaders there. Um, and then there are the interpersonal relationships that you've had in your life that become real life real, friends in real life, as we always joke. Um, and I just think if you are genuinely curious continuously about leadership, you're going to continue to grow and learn. And the people who need you and your style are going to find you. 
if you're continuously curious, you will have those conversations. You'll want to learn more with the people around you, your friends and family. Those conversations will come up naturally if you're curious and you have that desire to learn more. Um, and then, like you said, the, the people will naturally gravitate to you when you have that curiosity and, and desire to lead. Yeah. Well, we're, we're close to wrapping up here shortly, Sarah, but I did want to turn it back over to you if you had any other thoughts or advice about leadership that you'd like to add. The only thing I would leave the listeners with is leadership is as much about being your authentic self as anything else. So when we talk about anybody can lead, that's right, because anybody has the opportunity to really understand who they are and what they bring to the table. Everyone can be their authentic self and therefore everyone can bring that to the table. Everyone can lead. Correct. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your thoughts and your experiences here. Really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure and my honor. Our guest today, Sarah Hatton. And for all those out there listening, this has been the Live Leaderly Podcast.